Welcome to another episode of Comedy Wham Presents with me, your host, Valerie, and sometime co-host, Miss Purrington. ComedyWham.com is your place to go for features about all Austin comedy. You can keep up with us on Twitter and Instagram at ComedyWham or on our ComedyWham Facebook page. In addition to podcasts, Comedy Wham brings you articles, album reviews, our advice column, Rochelle Takes on Comedy, and we've also got a festivals page, and our recently added FPIA 2022 page where you can keep up with all of the competition. And of course, we're best known for our events page for live shows in Austin, Houston, and DFW. If you're a comic in those cities and want your show featured on the calendar, go to the events page and click Submit a Show to complete the short survey. Tag us on your Instagram stories and we'll share your show promo. Looking for ways to support all the resources we provide? You can donate to Comedy Wham on PayPal, Venmo, or even Patreon. Search for Comedy Wham on Patreon and check out our subscriber perks. Now let's get back to our podcast. Launched in 2016, the podcast project brings you funny people and their stories. As a fan, I like to delve into a comic's background and motivations, and we usually take a detour along the way. Consider the interview a way for you to get to know the folks that make the Austin comedy scene one of the best in the country. If you like this podcast, please rate and review us. Today, I am talking to a recent transplant to Austin from Colorado by way of South Carolina. North Carolina. Oh, I think I've just committed the most cardinal of (laughs) sins. Oh my gosh. (laughs) By way of North Carolina. Uh, She was on the first round of the Cap City 2022 Funniest Person in Austin contest and advanced to semifinals and... Uh, I don't think I've waited 24 hours to reach out to her and ask her if she would do my <laughs> podcast. I was so smitten with her comedy. Uh, she is one of the new co-hosts of the long-running Baker Street Comedy Show, and I'm excited to have a conversation with her because her style of comedy is just fantastic, and I can't wait to tell her who I think she is a uh, merging of minds of. And now Comedy Wham presents our guest, Mandy Kay. Wow, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> A lot of talking. Yes, I told, I warned you. It was a very yeah, long-winded that was introduction. That's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. Um, I wonder how many people fast-forward through all that. <laughs> <laughs> You're very rude if you did. <laughs> Go back. <laughs> um, let's get this over with because some people really hate to be compared to other comics, and some people are like, "Oh, that you are so wrong," and they want to tell you that you're so wrong. But let me tell you who I, when I watched you, which admittedly, I've now watched you uh, for, what was it, a five-minute set at Mm -hmm. Cap City for the FPIA. Mm -hmm. And then I did go to your YouTube channel and watch, like, they were minute-long videos. Yeah, little tiny ones. Those (laughs) are old ones, too. That that is the basis of my analysis. Okay. Okay. In my mind, you are a merger of Leanne Morgan Mm -hmm. And Dave Hill. I've heard both of those before. Really? I've heard Leanne Morgan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I love Dave Hill. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. I, I met him at a comedy festival one time, and I was just like, it's like meeting a celebrity. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have a very long history of fandom with mm-hmm. him. Back to, well, I don't... <sighs> back to his WFMU days, right. and I've seen him every time he's come through Austin, and yeah. just the nicest I guy. Um, I don't mind being compared to good comics. That's good. <laughs> That's positive. <laughs> good. So I picked good comics. Well, I mean, yeah. I knew. I mean, I wouldn't say you're. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know who I could say. Carrot Top. You reminded me of Carrot Top. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's he's on his boat in Florida right now. So. <laughs> yeah. He, he makes his money. That's fine he with does, me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he does. If I could have even a 
quarter of his success, yeah. I'd be super thrilled. <laughs> We're still talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, Mandy, I have an official icebreaker question. Okay. That is one word to describe your past. My past. Um, one word to describe my past. I would say um, learning. I'm always learning. Yeah. Growing. Yeah. Learning and growing. That's two words. <laughs> well, if you count and, that's three. But yeah, <laughs> learning. Yeah. I'm always, uh, I think that'll probably describe my future as well. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think you may be the first comic that has predicted what's coming at the end. Oh, good. <laughs> Damn it. You are sharp. God, sharp. So smart. It's annoying. <laughs> um, tell me, since now we have established you're from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell me what role comedy had in your life growing up. Um, not much, honestly. Uh, I didn't step on a stage till I was in my 30s. Hmm. Uh, I was 33 when I first started improv. Yeah. Um, and I did start improv in South Carolina, so you're not way off oh. there. Yeah. That, now I remember why I wrote South Carolina, because I do stock when I'm doing my prep. Oh, nice. I found the, the company that you were a part of, yes. and they were South Carolina. Yes, yeah. So okay. I lived in North Carolina until I was 17, okay. um, a little small town, and I just couldn't wait to get out <laughs> and do world stuff. Um, so I got out at 17. Um, growing up, I watched a lot of like sitcoms and uh, In Living Color. Mm. Roseanne was a huge influence on me. Living Single. Um, so that's a lot of my, my background was yeah. just... So I didn't step on a stage, do improv or any sort of theater-based anything until I was like 33, 34. Wow. Did you have like the traditional went to college with a major, worked in a certain... No. No. None of it. Um, I went to college and quickly failed out. You know, I was, I had a lot of fun, Hmm. but uh, (laughs) (laughs) no, um, I work work in accounting and um, I do mostly like collections and things like that. Um, It's the jobs that I do in the accounting offices are like, because accountants aren't good at talking to people. Mm -hmm. And I was always pretty good at talking to people and getting them on the phone and negotiating contracts and things like that. Um, and then I just took an improv class one day. I was taking a couple, um, college classes at the community college just for fun. Mm-hmm. I was taking guitar lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I say learning. Cause I'm always yeah. like, I got my hand in something. I get bored yeah. and I'm like, what do I do next? Um, I was in a history class and this girl that I uh, was friends with, she's like, my cousin Mandy won't shut up about these improv classes and I have to go see her stupid recital <laughs> and I'm so over it. <laughs> And I was like, her name's my name. What's this class? Like, that's literally how it started. That was the hook. Yeah. It really was. And uh, I went to an improv class. It was $10 for a drop-in class. And after the first class, I was like, I'm going to do this. This is great. What was it about it that enticed you? Um, It seemed hard for Mm. people. And it didn't seem hard to me. Uh, I think that's what kind of gravitates you towards anything yeah. when you're just like I think I'm good at this you know mm. what I mean and it felt fun and easy you know like I could pick an accent or I could be somebody else which I do anyway yeah you know um and it felt I love the community of it I loved being around other people mm. and like making something funny and making other people laugh I felt like the first time my huh. first recital when I made some the audience laugh, I was like, whoa, that's cool, you know? Yeah. And I love the, I don't know, I like the tribalness of everyone in a room together laughing at the same time. Yeah. And the, 
feeling you get from that. That was the the draw instantly. Huh. You know, and the teacher actually pulled me after my first drop in class and was like, you should take classes here. Huh. Yeah. And they were like, you should do this. I was yeah. like, all right. And you'd never previously really been motivated by trying to make people laugh. No. Um, I had incredible stage fright. Mm. I was in, in high school, I played piccolo and flute and was in, you know, would get solos and stuff like that. And yeah. I, would, I would throw up literally before every performance. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I was, I wanted to be first chair. I wanted to be the best. But then yeah. when people were looking at me, crumbled. Oh, my gosh. Crumble. And, like, I, I liked the improv part where you, like, had to pretend the audience wasn't there. That was a big draw for me, huh. you know, because <laughs> like you could helped you through that. Yeah, and like I got used to like long silences and building the scene and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I really gravitated towards that. Um, mm. That I could be. It was just so different from what I was doing because I'd done accounting for so long. <laughs> <laughs> it really helps to have the creative um, release. Yeah. In some some way. Well, and with improv, like you you have to go in blank. Like you can't mm. go in there loaded. Yeah. And that I was really drawn to that. I was drawn to the. It just added this little bit of danger in my life. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it made my heart beat. You know, it made me scared. Yeah. It made me nervous. To Did like, you tell your accountants, "Hey, I'm doing yeah. this oh, secret"? <laughs> kind of. Barely. You know, it took probably a good year of improv before I was like, mm, maybe I'll invite people. Yeah. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's not something you're like, come watch me do this. Yeah. I don't, I don't, some people, even with stand up are like, this is my first set. I invited all these people. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, why? Why would you ever do this? You have to invite them to your second one yeah. too. Because then you're just going to be so disappointed with that second one when they're not there. Oh, for nobody's sure. laughing at you. Yeah. And I mean, I've, it's, uh, if they're supportive and they want to come see you, awesome. But yeah. like, ugh, they're not going to come every time. No, they're not. You got to get that safety net out of there at some point. <laughs> Um, for, for my, my improv, uh, uh, aficionados in the audience, do you happen to, to remember what, what method you were, um, you were taught? Well, we were taught theater-based, um, improv. Uh, they didn't want you to be funny. They're mm. like, if you're funny, the funny is going to come, ah. you know? So we would focus on long form. Um, we'd do games every now and then, but it was mainly long form. Yeah. It was mainly like you know, like six players or whatever up there for a half an hour, just wow. getting one word and then just going. Um, so it was like Herald based. Uh -huh. Um, and that helped a lot too when I started stand up because you had to be real. They wanted, you know, our, the instructors there and the owners of the club, like, they're like, be real. Don't, don't go for the laugh. Yeah. You know, like f figure out where you are, who you are and what you're doing mm -hmm. before, you know, before you have fun, you know? Yeah. And that was, that's helps a lot. It helps yeah. a lot on stage, I think. Yeah. I, I feel like, um, a lot of my recent interviews, that's such an important message mm -hmm. and I'm leading up to, so I'm going to be interviewing Casey Rocket, nice. who okay. is just phenomenal on stage. Mm -hmm. And I've, and I've interviewed people before where I would say like, when we started the conversation, am I going to get the real you or am I going to get on stage you, which I have no idea who or what that is. It's right. not the, you know, I, I know it's a lot of, um, 
not fake, but it's a lot of pretend. It's, I think with stand up, especially with mine, um, it's me. It's all me. Yeah. Just turned up a little bit. Yeah. You know, just crank it up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, and I think <laughs> that's the stand up that I gravitate to. Yeah. Like where you know that they're probably, they're telling a story that probably actually happened with a little bit of extra fun mm-hmm. in there. I would have said this. So on stage I did. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's not a lie, yeah. but it's also, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I like the realness of it. So did it take you feeling like you were finished with stage fright to dip your toe into stand-up? Or how did that start for you? Um, I moved. Ah. I um, got married. I'm, I'm divorced now. But okay. I got married, and we bought an RV. And we started <laughs> traveling. And it probably took about a month and I was like, this sucks. Ugh. Like, I miss being on stage. I miss making people wow. laugh. And it's really hard to just find an improv group somewhere. Yeah. You know, but there's open mics everywhere, mm-hmm. you know. So I finally, a lot of my friends did both. They would, they did improv and stand up. And I just was like, nope, I don't want to do stand up. I don't like it. If I fail, I want to fail with a group. And I want yeah. to go out to eat and lick our wounds. I don't want to fail by myself, you know, and yeah. I still have the stage fright pretty hardcore. Um, so like my first stand up set, like it took a while for wow. me to get up there. I was annoying. Like, I don't know how people, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm going to do it. No, I'm not. I'm going to do it. No, I'm not. Like I was one of those people that you're like, yeah. just shut up. <laughs> Like, do it or don't. It's just a mic. Yeah, for sure. Like, I was at a mic in Portland, Maine. Like, I was like, just <laughs> go up there and do it or don't and shut up, you know? Hindsight is so twenty twenty. Like, we make it so important. Our first one. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, I was going to say half the audience. It's like probably 90% of that audience is other micers. They, they were other care mic- yeah, less. Almost all of them. Yeah. Yeah, almost all of them. It did not. Yeah, yeah, just go up there and do it or don't. Yeah. Like, but yeah, that was the that was the catalyst because and I've always said it. I'm like improv is a warm hug and mm. stand ups like just a quick punch in the face. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is. Like, oh my god, that's the perfect quote. That yeah. is the perfect quote. <laughs> it's that true. Though. Really describes it perfectly. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't really fail too much in improv. Like yeah. You can, but and I. And people were always like, well, how did improv help you with stand-up? I'm like, it helped me with long, awkward silences. <laughs> I'm very used to those. <laughs> like, when you're just starting, that happens sometimes. Yeah. So it, like, got me comfortable on stage. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And you said that your comedy style is very much just you, but turned up. Uh, was that how you started off as well? Or did you experiment with different yous? I used to think that I had to say something Hmm. like that. I had to be, you know, make a point or, you know, like when I first started, like some of my jokes, I can get them to work now, but I could not get them to work Hmm. then. Um, they were just very political and very like, this is what I think. It finally took a long time to be like, man, do they just want to laugh? I guess stop it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like no one wants your agenda pushed in their face. Like, yeah. let's just have fun up there and be you. And I can still do that. You know, and as I got yeah. better, it was easier for me to kind of like push my agenda in yeah. with what I was doing in a funny way, in a more yeah. clever way than in kind of a, I'm here at a TED talk kind of a way, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that was hard for me at the beginning. And I think um, with my improv brain, I would go up there with kind of, 
you know, a little bit blank and be like, I want to talk about this, which is just a really horrible way to, yeah. to do stand up. Yeah. Like you got to have a joke written mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, like you can't rely on your wit up there. You need to kind of, and some people can, I just, yeah. you know, yeah, that's it to write a joke and to go and perform the same joke. You know, for my, for my first like two years, I never really repeated a joke. I would just do all this new stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, they saw it last week at the open mic. Like anybody can see. <laughs> crafts about what I'm doing, yeah. you know, I'm like, oh no, they already saw this one. I have to do something new, you know, but I have a lot of material because of that too. Yeah. So you're traveling around the country in this RV. So you're hitting up mics across the country. Yeah. Um, we were at six months in Maine and I love the comedy scene there. It's mm. so fun. Um, had a great time. It was a good experience. Yeah. Then, um, we went to Alabama during the election of oh. Mr. Trump. Oh. in 2016 so that was dumb <laughs> yeah it was just so politically charged and yeah it was bad so i did some mics there which the comedy scene's great there too i haven't yeah. really hit a comedy scene that i hated you know yeah. that one's been great yeah um and then went to denver and i was in denver for six years five or six years huh yeah so that's probably actually probably four years um that's where i got most of my reps in and yeah got better at comedy and in the Denver area, or I know Fort Collins is, has blown up with the I comedy fort. Fort Collins. Yeah. And I love the comedy fort, and I love David Rodriguez, yeah. and I love, I, he's, David Rodriguez is probably the first one to give me, like, a lot of stage time, yeah. and uh, he let me, um, I just recently featured for Steph Tolov there. Oh my God, um, love Steph. I love her so much. And yeah. what I've noticed in my travels, too, is kind of like, um, if someone's really good like her, they're also really nice. And really helpful, mm. you know. Yeah. They're they're not. I'm always like, oh God, I'm gonna meet her. She's so funny, <laughs> and she's just her, and she's so fun. Yeah. So it was awesome, but I did um like some 25 minute sets there, and I I love Fort Collins. Yeah. It's that's a very supportive comedy community, and I I lived right in the middle. I okay. lived like 45 minutes from Fort Collins, 45 minutes from Denver, and I would kind of bebop. Yeah. And then uh, Colorado Springs, and there's a bunch of little towns around there. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty big, big scene. That's a great scene. Yeah. yeah. And they really reward um, people that are good, mm-hmm. you know, though they want you on your show if you're if yeah. you're doing well. Yeah. Comedy Works, right, in Denver? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Comedy Works was huge for me. Um, I learned a lot. They uh, do this thing where they, like, um, they'll time your sets. They'll time when you get your first laugh and your laughs for a minute. And they'll talk to you about your jokes and, wow. like, habits you have. And that really helped. Really? Yeah, it helped a lot. When you say they, who's the they? Um, uh, the people that run the New Talent Night. Okay. There. Um, for New Talent Night, you have to sign up a bunch and like try to get up, and mm-hmm. it's kind of a for the local scene there. They just kind of work their way up. Yeah. And um, they just they try to help you with your jokes and get better, mm-hmm. and it's very supportive and awesome. I loved yeah. it. And it, it's like as a new comic, you're just like figuring out things. They kind of help you push you along. Yeah. To, like. Get your best stuff to the top. Yeah. Why Why was Denver uh, such a long uh, resting spot? I love Colorado. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, you can smoke weed. <laughs> I'm pr- yeah. very pro that. <laughs> I'm pro smoking weed. Um, yeah, the hiking's great. Yeah. The comedy community is great. There's so many mics. There's so many shows. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you can be a working comic there for sure. And yeah. it's a good spot to just kind of be. I got to see a lot of amazing headliners mm-hmm. like work on their stuff. And that was really cool yeah. to watch. Uh, Sam Talent, 
Lights out there. Um, ben Roy, like just watching these people. Nancy Norton's out there. She's so good. John Nostad, like just watching these people work was helpful. Yeah, I think, and that's a lot of the reason why I stayed there. Mm -hmm. Like, cause it just, I don't know, it's just a really good scene. Yeah. What happened in 2020 for you? For the pandemic, yeah. um, sadness. Uh, it was rough yeah. for a while. Um, a lot of people. Um, I'm really grateful for like Tobias Livingston and like a handful of people did the car shows, hmm. which were so funny to me because <laughs> like you're performing to cars and people are like doing their windshield wipers yeah. and horn <laughs> honks, lighting, yeah, like lighting their oh, yeah. <laughs> their headlights and stuff. It was so funny. And for me, like you see my comedy, like I'm kind of conversational and yeah. I like, I look for it in people's faces and it was really hard. To yeah. not, you know, and like some people would roll down their windows and like yell at you. So that was fun. Um, <laughs> the people that I really felt for were the one-liner comics. Because oh, you knew if like they would be like, boom, and, you know, honks, honks, <laughs> honks, no honk. <laughs> oh, that's rough. You know, and no. it was just like, I don't know. And it was very hard to like, I just felt so bad for them. I was like, you can tell the ones that they don't like and the ones that they do yeah. like. It's very obvious. For me, I kind of treated it like a Zoom show, mm. you know, like just pretend you're killing and just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it was, <laughs> it was crazy. And there was a lot of outdoor shows too. Uh -huh. And it was like comedy during the daytime outside. Yeah. It was just a weird vibe. But um, yeah. yeah, I, it was rough for me. Yeah. I Were yeah. you still uh, doing the, the, like the accounting type of work during like, you still have your, your day job. So I did for a while and then I got furloughed mm. and then I got laid off. Mm. So, um, unemployment was great. I just stacked all that cash, Yeah, you know? And, um, when it was time to go and like, we could actually perform again, I was, it was pretty good for me. Yeah. I, I can't complain. A lot of people had it rough and I, yeah. I did. Okay. You know, yeah. and I really like mandatory laziness. That was <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Um, I also like I, I learned that um, I need people mm. and I need comedy. I I did a calculation because that's how bored I was. That I ran an open mic in uh, Longmont, Colorado, for probably three years, and I was like, there was usually like fifteen to twenty comics there and they would all give me a hug when they walked in and they would all give me a hug when they left uh -huh. you know and I'm like that's like 40 hugs like times four weeks because I do it every Thursday yeah. I'm like that's a lot of human interaction that I didn't have yeah. you know it was just me and my cat poor thing yeah. like <laughs> just, you know and I needed that like it took me it, I, yeah. I was always like eh, I don't need anybody I have a few close friends I don't need yeah. a lot of friends but I do I need that yeah like I need the interaction i need to be on stage and i need to hug people and yeah. talk about jokes and smoke weed after the open mic and yeah. talk stupid shit like <laughs> you know i missed it like a lot yeah yeah uh i i i'm of a very similar mindset because uh since i've interviewed so many comics here in austin it was always like a recharge for me when i'd go to a show and somebody who I'd interviewed recently or who just knew that I was like cheerleader extraordinaire mm -hmm. for the comedy scene, you know, I'd get that hug and it would recharge me. Yeah. And I realized pretty soon into the pandemic how much I missed that. You know, I'm, you know, I've got a, a different life than what most of the comics are living uh, that I talk to. 
but that connection was like so powerful and you know we wouldn't smoke weed together after or mm-hmm. you know talk about our jokes but it was just nice to have that connection of hey yeah. i'm you know recognizing you and i'm recognizing the comic and it was just really great and i remember my first hug back after was like Ugh. i just want to sit here in That's this moment so forever good. so good it was so good <laughs> and now that things are you know uh, reopened and I can go to shows every once in a while. It's like, oh, yeah. I really love just being able to walk into a place. I'm gonna know somebody, and I'm gonna get a hug. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy what it does for your brain. Yeah, like because I have you know most comics I'm sure do, but I um I get depressive episodes mm. quite often, and I am like a kind of a a hermit a little yeah. bit, you know, when I'm. And I get in my moods, you know, because like I've had people before be like, you're kind of standoffish. And I'm like, mm. I am? What? Like, I'm just scared of you, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm, I don't mean to be that way at all. So like comedy definitely opened me up a lot, yeah. you know, and I need it. I need the hugs. I need the yeah. interaction. I need the people. Like, yeah. it's like I said before, I think it's very tribal. Yeah. It's very tribal to be in a room with a bunch of people. They're all laughing at the same time. at mm-hmm. something you said, like, there's not anything like it. Yeah. There's just not. Like, you're not going to get that on your TV. Yeah. You're just not. you got to go out and be next to people. Yeah. And enjoy it together. You're, you're talking a lot about, like, the feelings that you get with doing comedy. Uh, how, how did you feel as, as you were progressing? What kind of things were you, like, looking forward to in your progression as a comic? Huh. That's a good question. I don't know. I don't even know. I think... Um, so I love performing and I love with the microphone in my hand and I love writing jokes and trying new jokes, Mm -hmm. the progression part of it. And the, like, almost like the chase of it, like you got to post this and you got to rub elbows with these people. I am so bad at that. (laughs) I am bad at it. And I kind of go to a place of where, um, what's supposed to be for me is going to happen for me and is meant for me. Mm-hmm. And if I do the work and I love the work, then that other stuff will come. Yeah. Um, I always kind of was a, I like Dusty, Dusty Slay a lot. Um, I did improv with him. He was um, in Charleston too. And um, it's always like, I got a lot from him about like, if someone asks you to do five minutes at their show, have 10. If someone asks you to do 10 minutes at their show, have 20. Like just be always be ready and always be working on your material mm-hmm. and on your stage presence. And there's like a lot of jokes where I'm like, oh, I won't, I always pause there. I'm going to try not to pause there. Or I don't, I'm stomping on my laughs. I keep talking over, you know, that's the part of comedy that I gravitate towards, yeah. you know, because the other stuff, there's, you can't control who's going to see you when and if you're going to crush or if you're not going to crush or if this person's going to like you or if that person's going to like you or if you have enough followers or if you, you know, and like, I know that's important. I know it is. And I have to focus on that and I have to put my material out there and I have to play the game and I have to do all that. But that is my least favorite part Mm. of all of this. Like if I can get the girls in the front laughing and they had a bad day, yeah. That's kind of, and if I focus on anything other than that, I get really weird, Yeah, you know, and it feels like you're just chasing a carrot. Like I'm not, I hate that feeling. You know what I I mean? Like it feels very like, 
I don't, oh, if I haven't performed in two days, then, you know, I'm going to lose it. And yeah. Like, no, <laughs> you know, like it took me a long time to get to where I am now in yeah. comedy. And I feel, I feel like with my progression, I've, I'm getting more joyful mm. and I'm getting, you know, more connected to people and more connected to my material and yeah. more connected to the writing. And, you know, I've taken acting classes. I've taken improv classes. I've taken, I just got done with a sketch writing class and like, cool. yeah, learning, learning, yeah. learning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. but it all helps, you know, yeah. and I feel like someday if, you know, someone sees my comedy and they're like, Hey, can you host? Can you, yeah, sure. Can yeah. you act? Yup. Can you do improv? Yeah. You know, have you, did you, have you written anything? Yep. There's all these scripts. I don't know. But yeah. I'd like to just have kind of my hand in everything. Mm-hmm. You know, because I feel like some people, if, they're, if you're chasing fame, you're not going to be happy. You're, and you're not even going to know when you get it because you're always going to want something else. You're always chasing something else. Yeah. Exactly. There's, there's been a, a point in, you know, my life where I'm like, oh, I want 800 followers. Oh, I want this many followers. And you get it. And then you want more, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So why do that to yourself? Like, why not just enjoy the ride? You know, like I don't, I don't have an hour right now and that's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've got a solid 30 minutes and that's more than I've had before. So, you know, so I'm trying to, I always try to focus on that part of it. Um, and it might slow me up. Someone's, you know, breezing by me, Yeah. but that's fine. Let them breeze. Uh, I I don't know if this is going to sound, uh, off kilter or just a bad question. You can tell me if it's a bad question okay. and you don't have to answer it. But this, um, this attitude about, you know, I'm just, I just want to have fun with mm-hmm. what I'm doing and I'm not going to chase fame. Do you think that's a function of being older and doing comedy? Or is that just as you've performed comedy, I think a lot of people go through these stages where yeah. they realize, oh, you know, I got to, I got to hit every single mic or else mm-hmm. I'm going to be a failure. Oh, I got to get booked on this show or that show or else I'm a failure. Yeah. Um, which do you think brings you the most uh, wisdom and that philosophy? Um, I think it comes from uh, trial and error for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, I have been in that place yeah. where I'm like, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to go to the mic. I got to do all this stuff. Yeah. And I wasn't happy. Um. And it comes from a place, too, of, like, where this one joke always killed, and now it's not because I'm Mm. not connected to it anymore. You know, like, maybe it's time to change the joke or change the words in it or, you know, do something different and move around in my material a little bit. Like, I'm so... For me, it was a lot of stage fright in the beginning. So I had to fight through that. And I I am a depressed person. Like, I do have... You know, I fight through that a lot, too. And I think getting older... And now it sounds morbid, but we're all going to die someday. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, who cares? (laughs) Like, who gives a fuck? Like, I just don't anymore. You know what I mean? If I go up there and I bomb in front of somebody that's quote unquote books a show and is so good, like, whatever, I'm going to do another show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's always another show. And And maybe I bombed or maybe I didn't have a great set, but there's someone in that audience that liked it. Yeah. I usually, a handful of people come up to me after the show and be like, oh, this one thing you said, that was, you know, uh-huh. okay, and people didn't laugh, but wow, <laughs> you know, 
uh-huh. like, yeah. and that counts too. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, I, I really do think it's once you hit your forties, like my twenties, I was like, Oh, what do people think about me? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and then my thirties, I was like, Oh, I think they like me. I don't know. Maybe they do. In my forties, I'm like, I don't care if you don't like that joke. <laughs> Put in your pipe and smoke it because those people were laughing. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, and I've had a handful of that where people will come up to me and be like, well, that, did that, it, I didn't like that one because blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, the table next to you liked it. So <laughs> people would actually have come up to you yes. and said they didn't like, oh my God, people, don't do that to yeah. a comic. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> not, I'm not like saying anything, but it's yeah. men. It's men. Uh. <laughs> Typically. Because I've, I've had a handful of jokes that yeah. are like from my experience being a woman yeah. and they're like, well, actually I'm like, shut oh up. Oh my don't God. Even. Don't. Yeah. Don't do that to men, me. Please stop. Yeah. Like I don't laugh at my stuff. I don't care. Yeah. Like I'm performing for the women. I'm performing <laughs> people that are with me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like if you're, and I'm, I, my goal is always to get everyone to laugh, but if you don't like it don't laugh I don't care you know like I think you have to get to that point with performing and if you don't like you're going to you can't please everybody you're never going to please everybody I mean like look at like Casey Rocket like I think he's absolutely hilarious like there's but could I do that on stage no I'm not Casey Rocket (laughs) I'm not You know, and if I'm if I'm trying to be Casey Rocket then I'm always going to be sad like I have to be me you know and there comes a point where like if you're not you up there and you don't love it, stop. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. do it anymore. Don't. If it's making you miserable, if it's making you miserable going to five mics a night, don't go to five mics yeah. a night. Like, write new shit. Take take a month. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, so many people are scared to do that. And I'm like, why? Why are you scared to do that? What, who are you chasing? What are you going to... Yeah. You know? Like... Yeah. <laughs> I And I think that is, like, what you said. Like, I think yeah. it is a product of being older. Yeah. And being, like, you know... I went to yoga class today and that feeds me too. Mm. You know, like yeah. I eat ice cream and that feeds me too. You know, <laughs> it makes me really happy. <laughs> so who am yeah. I to say, you know? And like, even when comics ask me for advice or ask me questions, I'm like, I always, I'm like, listen, first thing, the first thing's first, don't listen to me or anybody else. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is my experience. Don't, yeah. maybe my, 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 like writing style and my stuff isn't going to work for you. Yeah. Maybe it won't, you know, maybe it will take, and I take advice like that too. Like I'll take what I want from it, mm-hmm. you know, cause there's so many people that are like, you have to do it this way and you have to do this. Like, no, you don't No. <laughs> like, Oh, you can't wear shorts on stage. I'm like, Sam talent wears shorts on stage all the time. And he's so funny. Yeah. You know, you can always find the opposite right. of whatever anybody's saying. Yeah. And it took me a long Somebody time to can f- make it work. Yeah. Yep. It took me a long time to figure that out, to be like, Oh, maybe I should just do it the way I want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, which a lot of when I was going from improv to stand up, that was really a revelation for me that yeah. I was like, Oh, there's no one up here to mess me up. Like I can do what I want. Okay. <laughs> you know? And even then, like I go in waves, you yeah. know, I go up and down with it, but right. at the end of the day, who do you want to be up there? Yeah. You know, like, do you want to be someone else or do you want to be who you're, you are, right. you know, it's, yeah. it is a product of being 40. That was a long-winded way <laughs> of saying older. <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> I'm going to re-listen to this and be like, oh, my gosh, Randy, what are you doing? What are you talking about? <laughs> On that note, we're going to take our little uh, mini intermission. Okay. We're not going anywhere, but now I think is a good time because we're going to tee up you coming to Austin and everything you've experienced, uh, well, not everything, but you know, the comedy things you've experienced. Um, 
so I've uh, uh, my my uh, comedy wham uh, partner in crime Richard Goodwin got me this where should we begin uh, game and it's really cool and I've got two cards there in front of you Mandy okay. and you can pick one and read read the question aloud oh wow <laughs> I feel most erotic oh when <laughs> you can choose the other one if you're not comfortable <laughs> holy cow I didn't know this was like a an R-rated card game holy shit <laughs> Wow, that's Did nice. you make that up? Seriously. Because I've been doing this now for months. <laughs> well, I didn't know this was this kind of podcast. It is now. Yeah, I'm most erotic when I take my shirt off. <laughs> let's just see what the other yeah, one is. Yeah, let's just see what fun. the other one is. Yeah, because... Oh, the last time I felt free. Okay. <laughs> oh was also the time I felt most erotic because when I took my bra off. Right, there yeah. Oh the most, my God. I felt free and erotic when <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm so unsexy. This is... <laughs> so hilarious. I'm so unsexy. So hilarious. That's so funny. <laughs> it's funny. I think about it too because there was an improv show I did like way back when uh-huh. and um, I had kind of a little cut shirt on and we recorded it uh-huh. and I watched it and ever since then I've worn... Oh, t-shirts. Yeah, I have to be like, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> so you're modest. I feel most erotic when never. And <laughs> the last time I felt free, oof, I'm a very free person. I do whatever the hell I yeah. want. So most of the time, yeah, most of the time, um, I try to always be free on stage too, yeah. to let things fall where they may. Because I don't like crowd work. Mm. I don't like when people talk to me up yeah. there. Like I wrote a joke. Shut up. Is that? Do you think that's the stage fright creeping in, or you just you just? Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, when people talk to me up there, like if they're interesting and want to talk to me, then great. If they're trying to be mean to me, oh, there was one time where you know someone yelled something ugly, and I was like, that hurts my feelings. And I don't want to talk to you anymore. (laughs) I got a great laugh. Yeah, I'm just being honest. It's like being a school. You're like. The school teacher, like the, you know, we don't do this in class. Right. Like nobody, there was one time where I was like, did they give you a microphone? (laughs) I don't think they did. (laughs) Did they want your voice amplified? No. (laughs) Then shut up. Like I don't, you know, because a lot of people will get mean or go back and forth. And I'm like, I don't want to do this with you. Like I just want to do my act. Go away. (laughs) You know, which is a product of feeling free, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Those crowd work comics. Oof. That's a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot for me. Yeah. I don't want to go back and forth. I don't, I don't like roasts either. That's not, oh, my, yeah. it's not my deal. It's not my deal. I do like uh, travel quite a bit. Mm. So that always makes me feel free. Yeah. To like get out there. I have, I have a very yin and yang in my brain with, I have to have a job. I have to make money and I'm going to die soon. So I better do some fun, fun stuff. Things. Yeah. So I kind of go back and forth with that quite a bit. But I've traveled a lot. Um, My best friend is from Germany. So I've been to Mm. Germany like twice. Cool. I did like the Oktoberfest and all that stuff. That was fun. I've been to Japan. I climbed Mount Fuji. Wow. That was fun. Um, I've done a lot of random. I've lived in a lot of different places. And, you know, I always said that if I did nothing with my life, I wanted to do nothing in a lot of different places. Mm, smart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So at least I'd have stories. Right. You know, and living in an RV was an adventure in itself. Yeah. And I've learned too um, that nothing ever 
pans out the way you want it to. Yeah. You always have these like images in your head of what's going to happen and you have to be ready for it not to happen Yeah. or you're going to be disappointed a lot. So just kind of figure out something else, you know, and there's always ice cream. (laughs) There's always ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) It's always there for you. Yeah. Last time I felt free. Oof. I don't know. I need to win the lottery or something. (laughs) We just missed our chance with that. uh, One billion. I need to play it. Yeah, that helps too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't play it either. Uh, Mandy, you spent six years in Denver. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not Denver, Colorado. Colorado. I, my brain is scrambled now. <laughs> Can't remember states. Colorado. Mm-hmm. What was it and when was it that you came to Austin uh, and why? I came here in December. Okay. Um, my boyfriend, Ian John, lives here. And he okay. does comedy too. Um, and I moved here to be with him. Um, we got a deal in a really cheap apartment. Mm. I'm not even going to tell you. It's so cheap. It's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, I moved here to be with him. And um, I love the Denver scene. Uh, but I think Colorado was like one of the, since I started traveling, was the longest place I had ever lived. And I was just ready for to jump into a new scene. Yeah. Different. Um, I think a lot of comics, once you're somewhere for like four or five years, it's kind of time to venture out mm-hmm. and go figure out new audiences and new you know which helped a lot um I think with my comedy yeah. like getting out and being scared again you mm. know letting my stomach hurt again not <laughs> knowing the comics and not knowing the scene and yeah. having to meet people and navigate through that um I don't know I just there's always something I'm yeah. always changing or growing or moving or trying something different you could have done la or new york why austin Um, oh i guess i mean so yes you're the boyfriend mm -hmm. but like was there something about the comedy scene that you'd heard of that you were excited about or is just really i had never been here oh wow i had never i didn't really know what austin was about so i just kind of Ah. both feet just to see you know and um i was like i told my boyfriend too i was like you know i have to live here a couple years you know, and then go somewhere else yeah. or go to New York or go to, I don't think I'm ready for New York or LA. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big city gal. Yeah. I'm really not. And I'm learning that about myself. Cause like I'm living in Austin right now. And even that's a lot. And Austin huh. is not even a big city. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I went to Houston and I was like, Oh wow. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot, you know? Yeah. I would, I'd rather, um, and this is pretty recent revelation with me that I'd rather live like 20, 30 minutes outside of a city and mm. then drive in to do comedy instead of like being, in the the thick of it yeah you know hearing yeah. the traffic and all the people and it's just it's not my zen yeah you know i yeah. need like a porch and plants and <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly like i need that yeah. you know and it's like i um in colorado i lived in like frederick and erie like these little tiny you know like one horse towns mm-hmm. and i could just drive in to do comedy so i, th- I think new york and la would swallow me up but yeah. Never say never. Yeah. You know, I mean, if they were beating down my door, I guess I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm doing, um, I'm actually leaving on Monday. I'm going to do some shows in Chicago. Oh, and cool. uh, Yeah. And then Wisconsin and um, Minneapolis. And then I'm in the North Carolina Comedy Festival. So I'm doing that in September. So I'm just kind of keep my eyes open. Yeah. You know, travel yeah. around. Because I like Austin a lot. Food is so good here. <laughs> yeah. Food is so good. Much better than in Colorado. I'm not going to say that yeah. out loud, but I just did. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do miss the mountains and the hiking, and it's yeah. so hot here. 
It is like, very hot. It's like yeah. not okay hot. Have you done Enchanted Rock? No, no. Okay, yet. add that to your list. That'll get Enchanted like a rock. little bit of a hiking fix. Nice. Okay. Uh, for you. Good. Good. And yeah, there's a lot of trails and stuff here that I've done that yeah. I've really enjoyed. Yeah. yeah and just... there's actually out this way. There's a lot of great hiking parks. Mm-hmm. So it's just during the summer. Man. Oh yeah, don't do that Ooh. in the summer. Because <laughs> no, I'm from North Carolina and it gets hot there. Yeah. But it's real humid. You know, it kind of Houston kind of reminded me of North Carolina where yeah. it's real like sticky. Yeah. Um, but like in the middle of summer in Colorado, people were like, "It's so hot." And I'm like, "Shut up." <laughs> just shut it. <laughs> it's not hot like at all. Yeah. Like during the pandemic, I would run in the middle of summer outside. And huh. It's not hot. Yeah. You can breathe. Yeah. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. I like Austin. Um, I just, I always be popped around. So. Yeah. What is it like to um, be in a relationship with a comic? My ex-husband was a comic. Oh. And my boyfriend's a comic. So. Oh, so you have a type. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all, most people I know are comics. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, the odds are, are yeah. there. Yeah, the numbers. I, I have a handful of close friends, and maybe two of them aren't comics, hmm. and the rest of them are comics. Wow. So, yeah, I've gravi- gravitated gravitated towards performers yeah. and comics. Huh. Um, it can get dicey, for sure. Yeah. Um, I feel a little more uh, myself after a while, you know, like when I got married, I wasn't doing stand up at all, mm. you know, and started doing it during the marriage. And then that's not even close to why we aren't together yeah. anymore. But <laughs> it's very, um, I don't know. I think if you know who you are and you know yourself, yeah. it's real easy, you know, because me and my boyfriend, we don't approach comedy at the same at all. Mm. He loves crowd work. He loves digging into huh. the crowd. And I'm like, mm, I don't like it. <laughs> You know, and we took a sketch class together and we write very differently. Yeah. Like he's more like crazy and wacky and I'm kind of more grounded Mm -hmm. and it kind of works. You know, I think it helps in a relationship if you come at things differently. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like very differently. Like we don't, we are on, you know, he does stuff and I'm like, oh, that's so funny, but I could never. And I do stuff and he's like, oh, that's so funny, but I could never. So yeah. Yeah. It's good if it complements each other. If not, then oof, yeah. then you divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yep. In so many words, you know. Ah, is that a threat? <laughs> nah, it's so funny. It's so funny because people are like, "Oh no, you're divorced," but we're still friends. Like I still talk to him. Yeah. You know, like we're not. It's not. I don't think divorce is bad. Always. Yeah. I know that a lot of times it's good. Yeah. It's better. <laughs> yeah. It's better than staying. In a long, miserable marriage. Yeah. I mean, for my experience, it made us better parents. Yeah. Because we weren't, we weren't fighting each other anymore. We were right. just like, let's make sure our kid is like the most awesome, best kid on the planet. Yeah. It's, and, a, it's sometimes it's good. Yeah. It can really help and it can make you happier. And yeah. if you, if you're like, why wouldn't you want your child to have two happy parents? Yeah. That's better than having two parents that really don't enjoy each other. Yeah. Yeah, and they make life really hard for you. Yeah. Because they're always like... Oh, for sure. My parents are unhappily married for like 25 years. Mm. I'm like, oof, y'all could have shaved off 20 of that. <laughs> y'all really could have. It I would, I, maybe I wouldn't be as funny as them now, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I remember like going through the divorce. My mom was like, yes, good job. Oh. <laughs> yeah, nobody was like, oh, no. It was like, good, do what yeah. you got to do. Yeah. Yeah, my mom's a very strong woman. And it's just like, do what you need to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's better than just <laughs> crying yeah. about it. Because <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to get out of a marriage. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of paperwork. <laughs> a lot of, like, legal conversations. Yeah. And... It's not fair. That yeah. It's so easy to get married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> to get divorced. It's like, ugh. <laughs> And me and my ex-husband, like, we didn't even have lawyers. We did it all ourselves. Oh, gosh. And it was still, like, we had to sign a, um, a piece of paper in the state of Colorado uh, for child support that saying that we, we didn't have children. Oh. I was like, what is this? She's like, oh, well, you have God. to do this. I'm like, what oh, is going on? I will punch you. Like, this is so dumb. <laughs> Not the point of the conversation, but yeah. <laughs> paperwork. Yeah. <laughs> paperwork sucks. It does. <laughs> What what are some of the cool things that you've gotten to do since you've been in Aust- in the Austin comedy scene? Um, I've gotten to do a bunch of fun shows. Uh, I just did Backyard Sluts with uh, Candice. Oh, yeah, I love her. Look, yeah. Oh, she's so fun. Um, I've gotten to meet a lot of cool people. And uh, I got to do Creek in the Cave a handful of times. It was super fun. Yeah. Um, just a bunch of shows. So Allie Woe's show. Um Andre Ricks, Martin Hen, got to do a bunch of their stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, got to meet a lot of cool people. And the shows here are really fun. Like, the people here want to laugh. Mm-hmm. And are, I started um, mainly in Boulder, Colorado, and there's just a lot of arms folded and oh. make me laugh, clown. I don't like you. Mm. <laughs> so I would, like, comedy in different places, it's funny to me because, like, I, I would – do comedy in Boulder. That's kind of where I like started, started. Um, and then I would go to Colorado Springs and Boulder's like, you know, very liberal and a lot of money and there's a college there. And then Colorado Springs is like a military town. So like they like raunch, Uh, you know? (laughs) So the first time I did a set in Colorado Springs, I was doing my happy Boulder, make everyone happy material. And they, I ate so much shit. It was (laughs) terrible. And then I saw another comic there and he was doing the dirtiest stuff. And I was like, Oh, talk about my boobs. I can do that. (laughs) You know? So that's another progression. Like when you learn about comedy, like you're just like, how come this joke won't work? It's, it's fun when you find the kernels that work everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm That's, I think that's important. Yeah. To like roam around. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you sign up for the FPIA? Um, I saw it on Facebook. Huh. Simple. That's it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know the lore of, of FPIA? I've been asking around and I saw on their website, like yeah. all the people that have won it. And yeah, I, um, there's like a comedy competitions are funny. Yeah. They're different. Yeah. And this one is, you know, it's it's the, the, the grandfather of them all. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because before the pandemic, that was the only com- competition hmm. in town. But now, because the scene has blown up so much, yeah. you know, the Creek wants to do its competition. And Vulcan is doing, or B- Big Laugh is doing their, right. their competition. And it's like, everybody now is like, we want to get in on this competition game. Mm-hmm. And... I find it really fascinating. I, um, I do think being a new comic here is extremely overwhelming because there is a lot of different yeah. groups. There's like, it seems like there's a group that's like older that's been here forever. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that moved here because mm-hmm. Joe Rogan moved here. And then, you know, you have the people that like are legit, like, like me or whatever that do comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah. And you kind of get all mixed in with the same. It's, it's yeah. a lot. It feels like a little West Side Story sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
but it's, it it's fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed the club. The club's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's so pretty. I didn't realize... Um, <laughs> I try not to get nervous. Uh-huh. You know, like, I, I just... I saved my nerves for the stage, or yeah. right before I get on stage. When I walked in there, and it was, like, almost full, I was like, wow. <laughs> a lot of people in here. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful club. But yeah, the, it's been going... How long is the competition? Since 86, I think. 86? Yeah. Wow. I didn't know it went back that far. Yeah. And there's even some debate, because I, um, I, I kept the historical records as much as I could, mm-hmm. and there's even some... Um, behind the scenes talk that really there was somebody even before then like a couple of years at a club that wasn't called cap city but became cap city so i really just started well i didn't start the timeline it was the timeline was available on the austin american statement website but then they pulled it down but not before i had like already like because i wanted to know the history Mm -hmm. and keep track of of all the winners Um, so Wow, yeah. it's a long competition. Yeah, yeah. and you Well, know. now I'm nervous. Oh, don't be. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's just do your five minutes of time. Yeah, that's it. That's it. There, I've been in a handful of competitions, and I'm just like, I just, I, you have to let it out of your brain. You yeah. can't. Yeah. You know, and it's like, whatever they're going to like that night. You yeah. don't know who they're going to like the most. Yeah. Or, I don't know. It's got to put that aside and just go have fun. Yeah. Do you throw up before a show anymore? No. <laughs> That's good. It probably took, ugh, I probably took four years into comedy when it started getting fun. Oh, God. I'll so tell you, you were that. still doing that? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. not, I wasn't throwing up, but I was like not excited about it. Yeah. It was something I was forcing myself to do <sighs> because I knew that I wanted to do it and I knew that if I could get past the hurdle yeah. of it, but it did take a good two, three years for it to get fun yeah like and i just i don't know why i pushed through it honestly because i just like not do well and then that hits in your stomach real hard and you're like oh why do i do this and then you just do it again you're like what am i doing why (laughs) you know but then it starts getting fun yeah like i think it got fun for me when i started focusing on the right things you know like this open mic is not going to make or break me. Do your jokes yeah. and shut up about it and stop. You know, <laughs> like, why am I working myself up? Yeah. You know, half the people in this audience right now are worried about their own shit. They're not worried about me. So, yeah. Right. It took a while. And now it's fun. Now yeah. I love it. When I, when I was at Cap City and saw the audience, yeah, I got a little bit of, oh, God. But it was also like, oh, I'm going to make all of these people laugh and I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just ready to go up there and just smash it. I'm just ready, you know? And I'm just like, I feel like a lot of comedians don't like to go first or don't like to go last or whatever in those competitions, and I don't care. I just (laughs) want to get up there, you know? Like, my turn. Is it my turn yet? I'm the same with driving. It's always my turn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I feel like, too, I grew up very, like, uh, not bullied, but I wasn't cool, you know? And, like... It's fun to be the only one that gets to talk and everyone has to shut up and listen to you. It's very empowering. It's (laughs) awesome, you know? And, like, I don't... I'm not good... Like, I can one-on-one with you, have a good time. I know people are listening, but... um, in a group setting, like everybody's being cool, yeah, and doing their cool thing with their cool stuff, yeah. wearing their cool clothes. I'm yeah. not, uh, yeah, I'm just not <laughs> such a nerd. <laughs> in that setting, I'm uh, 
just listening to everybody else processing the information and I'm trying to find a cat in the house yes. or a dog. Oh my God, like we're the same person. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> or I'm like, I'm observing so hard uh-huh. that I like don't yeah. even, yeah, I'm such an observer. Yeah. That's, and I'm, I don't even know why. Like people are not that fascinating. <laughs> really not. <laughs> but I'll just be quiet and sit and listen as yeah. opposed to like, yeah. But when I'm out up there. It's my turn. I yeah. need to talk. Yeah. You know? And it feels like it's my turn. It's It does feel like my turn. It yeah. feels like, yay, I get to do this thing. <laughs> and it's so cool. And it's so fun. Yeah. And I just, I, I'm, it makes me sad to think of all the time I wasted being stressed about it. Mm. You know? I don't want to go back there. Yeah. It's not a fun place to be. Right. You know? And there's, there's a handful of shows where, like, I'm like, Ugh, and I just, like, choke. And I was like, oh, I hate this. But yeah. It's very few and far between because there's usually I'll pick a couple people in the audience that I want to make laugh. I'm yeah, like, I'm gonna get that table. <laughs> They're gonna dig it. Yeah, you know. And if I make it smaller, instead of yeah, that's a good pointer. Yeah, yeah. make it smaller. Make it. There's somebody out there that's gonna dig you. Mm-hmm. There's and if nobody's laughing but this one person. Then that's your that's yeah, your fan. That's your person. That's yeah. your person. <laughs> that's your people. <laughs> like it's so it's such an easier way to look at it yeah. than being like, if I don't make every single person laugh on every single person. Oh my line. gosh. Impossible. Yeah. 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 And the people that are great at this and the people that do it and the, that make real money, uh-huh. they're not worried about you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They're not worried about the next comic coming to the stage yeah. or the first comic that just went before. Like they're doing their own stuff. Yeah. Um, how did you feel on that stage when you, or I guess they, yeah, you were all, uh, they did it differently than how they've done it in the past with the announcing of the people advancing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you were all on stage and your name gets called. How did you, how did you feel in that moment? Oh, uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah. And very like, what? All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally, I was just like. Uh, there's so many good comics yeah everyone's so funny it was a good night yeah Yeah. everyone was so funny and everyone did so well i want i i'm gonna sound like stupid but i do want everyone to win (laughs) i like i like comedy i like to see like the person that's been doing it one year go up there and smash and like have a great time like i love it yeah i don't i'm not against anybody I don't want to win. I'm not like, oh, I'm the best and you guys suck. Like, I'm not. That's, ugh. It feels weird. It feels weird. <laughs> I guarantee you there's somebody out there that's got oh, that philosophy. I'm, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of them. There's more than not yeah. those people. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I don't, I can't relate to it. I yeah. don't relate to it. Yeah. I don't. It does feel good to, like, be underestimated a lot. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I don't know, there's a handful of comics and they're weird people, but it's like they're not nice to you until yeah. they see you do well. And like yeah. I see that. Yeah. I see what you're doing. <laughs> and I don't like it. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I'm always me. I'm yeah. not gonna be nice to everybody and I'm gonna you know and and I won't be nice to you if I don't like you. Like I'm not like this like, Oh, everybody gets a piece of the pie. No. Yeah. Like if you're terrible then stop. Don't do it anymore, but <laughs> It's also like, why not? Like, why not support people? Yeah. You don't know who they are. You don't know who they're going to be. Yeah. Maybe they suck today, but they'll be really good in a year. Yeah. You know, and they'll surpass you. And you're mean yeah. to them. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, now they're like casting a show and you were an asshole. 
now what do you mm-hmm. do? You know? Yeah. Like, I try to be nice to everybody. And I know that I was that person one time that was walking in there and they were new and they didn't know what was going on and they're scared and they're nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, and nobody talked to me. So I try to talk to everybody, you know? And walk around and say hi and ask them about that. I met like three new people while I was there. Huh, cool. Yeah, like three new friends that yeah. I've been messaging with and talking to you. And I don't know. Yeah. I, when they called my name, I was just like, wow. <laughs> Did not even. Yeah. Wasn't expecting it. Wasn't. I just did my material. Yeah. And the material I did that night is the closest to me, I feel. Like, mm. I'm so connected to it because it's so real. And it's like, I don't know. Some of That's it's what new. works. Mm-hmm. Because there are so many people that approach it from, like, a almost a programming perspective of, mm-hmm. you know, dissecting it to the nth degree and, you know, I'll move here at this point and you... Yeah. I call it uh, comedy by numbers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like when you're painting by numbers, mm-hmm. it's like this set up, set up, punchline, yeah. set up, set up, punchline, joke, 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 joke. Yeah. And I'm like, why is that funny? Why do you think it's funny? Yeah. What, what is it about the joke that you relate to? Yeah. You know, like, are you writing that because you think it's topical? Are you writing it because you really know about it? Mm-hmm. You know? I've seen a handful, of, like I, I told you I ran an open mic for three years and I've seen it all. And there were times at the open mic where I would light people early, mm. you know, and they would come up to me afterwards and be like, that person got five minutes, but you let me at three. I timed it and like proven their case. And I'm like, no, I did. You're correct. <laughs> like, why? I'm like, did you see their faces when you said those things into the microphone? <laughs> Were we in the same room? Like, I, I know that you think an open mic is for you and your art, but what it's yeah. really for is for people to keep drinking at this establishment. Yeah. And you were making them sad. So <laughs> we had to make you stop <laughs> doing that. <laughs> and, like, I'm encouraging you to write and to keep doing it, but uh, this, that, you know, let's talk about your joke. You know what I mean? I'd rather be honest with people and talk yeah. about it. You know? Like... Yeah. The angry open micer. You only gave me two minutes. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> For sure. I did. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times I found Mike where I was the only woman there, you know? Like, there were 15 dudes signed up. And your yeah. hot take, nobody was digging it. Mm-hmm. And I think that you need to rewrite that. Or, well, I'm never coming back again. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with that. Great. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you should come here and drink ever. <laughs> I don't think you should come as a patron. <laughs> Like, there was one guy that gave me, like, this terrible Yelp review and said that I was biased and I was only there because of my friends, you know, I was biased with my friends uh-huh. and blah, blah, blah. And he told the most homophobic, sexist <sighs> jokes I had ever heard. And wow. I was, n- did not get a laugh for a solid two minutes, was just saying horrible crap into a microphone. And then he started asking people where they were from. And I was like, no, 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 no. <sighs> No, no, no. And then the he called the place, the venue, and complained about me. And they called me, and they were like, you got to give him five minutes next time. And I was like, oh, cool. Whose microphone is he going to use? Because he's not using any of my equipment. Mm. And they were like, what? And I'm like, yeah, no. Like, <laughs> no. He literally slammed the door and, like, screamed curse words at me. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, I, he's not going to ever be on, like, the, it's him or me, you know. And they were like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> crazy how serious i am (laughs) so serious 
like I'll stop doing this tomorrow. Yeah. Like and comedy night was like the night that they made the most money, so I was like, but don't you know? And I mean they obviously I'm being a little bit annoying, but they were you know okay, Mandy, we totally understand, we support you, and they were yeah. awesome about it. But I don't want you to hear that mess. Yeah. Like this is not your Netflix special. This is an open mic. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. When you get to that level, you can say what you want. Whatever but until then, yeah. yeah, I bought this equipment, and I take this very seriously, mm-hmm. and I'm not, you're not going to come in here and make people sad. They just want to have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, they just want to have a good time. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. so gross. I used to, yeah, people used to come to that mic just to see what I was going to say huh. after comics. I'm going to give it up for John, thinking that we don't, he doesn't suck dick in the dumpster <laughs> behind the... <laughs> Trying to make us think he's not gay. <laughs> so gay. Like, <laughs> stupid stuff. <laughs> it's so fun to do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, you're you're um, hosting the Baker Street mm-hmm. comedy show, which has been running, I think, several years yeah. now. Yeah. I heard that. A long time. Yeah. How is it booking a show when you're still getting to know the Austin comics that are around? I am running it with Zach Silverman. Yeah. And he has been a giant help because he knows a lot of the people around here. Yeah. So I'm trying to help him help me, you know. I'm like, I'll tell him people who I really like and who I've seen around. And yeah. he'll kind of help with the lineups. And there's a lot of out-of-towners that will come and send tapes and stuff and kind of try to fit yeah. where they'll be, you know. I feel like some people, especially out-of-town out of comics, um, it's a good thing that we don't book you sometimes you know what i mean like you, your your style of comedy is not going to go well in that room yeah you know and then some people it's going to be perfect you know so i feel like i mean i don't i wouldn't get offended if someone didn't book me in their room because they didn't think my style of comedy would work for their audience yeah you know, and I think a lot of comics got to think about that sometimes. Mm-hmm. When you're like fighting and fighting and fighting to get on something and you're not getting booked, it's like, maybe, oh, maybe that's not your yeah. room. Maybe, you know, if somebody's running a biker bar, they don't want to hear my garbage, <laughs> you know? If someone's doing a roast crowd work, you yeah. know, show, they don't want me. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll do it, you know, like I'll try my best, but. I'm not good at it. Yeah. The last it, time I was on a road show, like I was like, everything they said to me, I was like, that hurts my feelings. <laughs> I don't like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, first and last one I ever did, I was like, I don't like this. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I you don't know? think I would be. Uh, I can't. I can't be mean. It's yeah. it's really hard for me to be mean. Yeah, it's it's honestly like to to your question. It's very easy. There's so many co- good comics here. Yeah, and there's so many like comics that are you know professional and working on stuff mm-hmm. which is awesome to see yeah. i love watching good comics work on new stuff yeah it's awesome it is fun yeah it's a it's super fun to like especially booking that show to get introduced into the scene booking a show it's it's really cool to like yeah. book people you want to see again right you know and when i booked a show in colorado i'd book like mainly female headliners just so i could see people that i wanted to see yeah you know be the change right <laughs> You know, I had a handful of people ask me that uh, when I was running that open mic, like, well, what do you do for women in comedy? I'm like, I take their spots. Shut up. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> dare you ask me a question like that. I walk around and be myself. Yeah. Like, shut up. Yeah. yeah, it feels good, though. It feels good to, like, be in that room and, like, 
know that it's been running for a long time. Yeah. There's a lot of regulars that come there too. Mm-hmm. So it's fun to try new stuff in front of them. Yeah. And you're hosting every week, you know, they've heard all your old stuff. Yeah. So it pushes you to write more and it pushes you to try more stuff. Yeah. Um, and it gets them like used to who you are. So you don't always have to do like your solid openers or your solid get to know me jokes. Mm-hmm. You can kind of just be free a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. We're going to start wrapping up. Okay. Um, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you want to talk about? I don't think so. We talked about the tacos here, right? They're so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I yeah. really like Austin. I really like the comedy scene and I'm enjoying yeah. it here for sure. Yeah. Um, my mind was flashing to there is a ta- taquera that's out this way. And they described themselves, um, god dang it, can't remember, like a certain style of taco, and it's very good. So if you wanted to stay out here for grabbing some tacos, yeah. I, could, I would have a recommendation I am for all you. about the, the food recommendations yeah. here. They're, everything's so good. The barbecue's good. Yeah. 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 It's all amazing. I really like it here. And if I said anything on this podcast to offend anybody... Just let me know. I don't care, but just let me know. <laughs> <laughs> if you truly let's want to go, have a discussion yeah. about it, let's let's do it. But yeah, I'm probably gonna be right. So it's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to end yeah, it. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap up with that closing question that you predicted at the very beginning. <laughs> So I'm not even going to ask it. Right. So the word. Yeah. Learning. Yeah. Or, or joy. Joy. Too. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like, I like chasing joy. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, that is a wrap on Comedy Wham presents Mandy Kay. Uh, tell us where we can find you on social media and promote your project. Yeah. I am at Mandy Kay Comedy on everything. Um, and you have to type in comedy. I did know. learn that. Yeah, you get a lot of porn stars. A lot. Why is that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, wait, is that her? No. It's a joke I say on stage, and people are like, wow, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah Mandy Kay is a very porn name, and um, I've, <laughs> it's just been my name. Uh, I don't do porn anymore, yeah. so don't. <laughs> So look for my comedy. Well, that's why that card yeah, came it's up. The most, I feel the most erotic when I'm doing porn. Yes, that's <laughs> when I feel the most erotic. Um, yeah, all my stuff's on uh, Mandy K Comedy. Yes, my website, my, my Venmo, if anybody wants to give me money. Um, yeah, my Facebook, everything. Um, and I made it that way. And I'll be in the North Carolina Comedy Festival in cool. September. I'm doing the Plano Comedy Festival in uh, October. Cool. And uh, yeah, got a bunch of fun shows coming up in Chicago and everywhere awesome well congratulations on the festivals and doing more outside of uh where you live shows all right well we hope you've enjoyed learning about how mandy got to be the comedic genius that you heard today just as much (laughs) as i have this has been comedy wham presents mandy k i'm valerie and that's been funny thank you mandy thank you